This is the Talk of Fame Network, featuring Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges from the Boston Herald, Rick Gosselin of the Dallas Morning News, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. And now, let the debates begin. Who is a Hall of Famer? Will they be enshrined in Canton? Do they have the numbers to get in? Let the experts who make the decision tell you who will be signing their name with HOF next to it. And now, it's the Talk of Fame Network. a reminder that the October Coachella tickets went on sale this week and, of course, immediately sold out. Um, I'm talking, of course, about the Desert Trip concerts that feature Paul McCartney, those Rolling Stones, the Who, Bob Dylan, Neil Young, and Roger Waters and Goose. I know the Cowboys are home to Cincinnati that first Sunday, and that's October 9th, I think. So, uh, obvious question here. I mean, did you get one of those tickets? And if you did, any chance you're going to be in Indio, California... Instead of Jerry World. Clark, I have the power to bring all those acts with me to Jerry World that day on my iPod. Oh, congratulations. Wow. <laughs> it's not the same, Ron, is it? Because that weekend, that first weekend, Ron, as you know, that's the yes, Patriots' sir. fifth game at yes. Cleveland, which means Tom Brady. Tom Brady returning from suspension, provided, of course, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals decision stands. So, Ron, yes. what's it going to be? Tom Terrific or Roger Daltrey? Well, as we both know, in this case, Tom can't get no satisfaction. Ooh. Uh, but as a charter <laughs> like member it. of the Tom Brady Defense Fund, I'll have to be there in Lake Erie. So keeping my eye on our Tom. Well, I'm Tom, sorry for he's you. he's not starting? <laughs> That's right, Jimmy G. Roger Daltrey will be in the lineup that weekend for The Who. Listen, the, the groups and the performers I just mentioned, that, yeah, they're all in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for what it's worth. And, you know, I'm not really sure anymore because without people like Jethro Tull or Procol Harum or, of course, Todd is God Rundgren, I'm not really sure what it is worth. But we have someone, someone in the Pro Football Hall of Fame with us today. And that's worth at least uh, one gold jacket. I'm talking about former defensive back and now Oakland Raiders assistant Rod Woodson. We also have a head coach who's Hall of Fame worthy. He had two Super Bowl wins as a head coach. That's Mike Shanahan. Jim Thomas of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch is going to be with us. He's going to tell us what it's like to be a pro football writer in a city, that city being St. Louis, uh, sans football team. While John Zeman of Baltimore's Marching Ravens, formerly the Colts Marching Band, will remember John Unitas. And Ron, our Ron Borges, makes his Hall of Fame case for friend of the show, Jim Plunkett, who was on with us last week. But first, guys, let's hit some of this week's headlines, starting with, well, Hall of Famer Chris Carter, and maybe, yeah, no, certainly one day Hall of Famer, Ray Lewis. They're out at ESPN. Former wide receiver and 2018 Hall of Fame candidate, Randy Moss. He's in. Goose, like it or loathe it? Well, just because you're great on the football field doesn't mean you'll be great on a studio set. And you know, the football careers of Carter and Lewis lasted longer than their broadcasting careers. And I'm guessing Randy Moss's broadcasting career will probably follow the same script. I neither like nor loathe what ESPN does with their talent because the turnstile just keeps a spinning. Yeah, that's true. Ronnie, how about you? Well, you know, I always thought a lot of times Ray Lewis was nearly unintelligible. You know, it's uh, hope hope when he gave those speeches, it was easier to figure out what his point was. I actually thought Carter was was often interesting, a little bit hyperbolic at times. 
I guess his problem was that he didn't have a fall guy in his crew. Uh, he urged all the <laughs> rookies to have, you know. Uh, you should have a fall guy in the autumn, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. I'm just curious, Goose. I mean, he mentioned that fall guy. Uh, that was a quote that he made about the rookie symposium where he told incoming rookies to get a fall guy in case they get in trouble with the law. Do you think that buried him, or am I just imagining that ESPN has a conscience? No, that was a year ago. That's water under the bridge. ESPN is more concerned with its ratings than with anything Carter says off camera. Yeah, I think that, that that's right. I mean, the, uh, there was plenty of reasons to get rid of Ray Lewis. No question about that. But I think that <laughs> in the end, this is how it works in these things. You know, you're the guy for a little while. You knock off some former player. And then what happens? All of a sudden, they look up, and as a few years have gone by. People say uh, in TV, well, do they still remember him? We're bringing another fresh. Yeah, case. right. And yeah, there are plenty so of think, them. Yeah. I mean, he's, he certainly said some things that made you go like, what did he say? Uh, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think that really affected him uh, either guy too much. Okay, well, let's move to another item of interest here. The Lions' Ziggy Ansa, who's from Ghana, he wants to see a game played in Africa. Now, I, I know we have a game in Mexico City this year. That's what we had Jim Plunkett on last week to talk about. Uh, we've had others in London have for a while, and they're talking, and I mean, the NFL is talking about going into that hotbed of pro football, China. Now, no, now we have Ziggy Ansa. No, not Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Ansa talking about the NFL in Africa. Goose, here we go again. Like it or loathe it? Before you give Africa, Antarctica, Spain, Germany, Japan, and China games, <laughs> let's give a real game to Hawaii. Yes, <laughs> punishing that state with that go. bogus. Speaking of foreign countries, hey, I'm not a I'm not a fan of overseas football unless overseas means Hawaii. <laughs> speaking before Ryan, I want to ask you to be speaking, which I asked a running back one time, San Diego Charger running back. I'm not going to name him, but Ryan, I think you know who it is. He went on to play with the Patriots and he got yes. to the Pro Bowl. And we said, Congratulations, just first Pro Bowl. He said, I'm really excited about it. And we said, Why? He goes, Because I'm going to a foreign country. We said, It's in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Well, uh, Ziggy's got two problems. First off, in China, they buy t shirts, in Africa, not so much. Right. Uh, so there's your first problem. And secondly, you ever heard of the Zika virus, folks? That was originally isolated in Uganda. Uh, if you picked up the New York Times this morning, as I'm, I know you did, Clark, what'd you see? A story about how all the lights are out in Lagos, Nigeria. Not going there. Not even Nelson Mandela could get the NFL over there right now, I don't believe. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dr. Ron Borges. All inquiries <laughs> should be delivered to the Patriots in Foxborough. Um, so, Goose, October in Indio, that'd be Indio, California, or November in Botswana. I will always, always, always take the shorter plane flight. <laughs> Botswana? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> you haven't answered the... Oh, I'm guessing India. Okay. Um, and oh, I India. We... I thought you said India. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably next on the NFL uh, agenda, try to get a game in India. Certainly have the crowds there. Um, and listen, I, let's save the best for last here. Ron, you remember... A couple weeks ago, when you castigated Sam Bradford. Yes, yes, I did. Sam Bradford for demanding out of Philadelphia. You said, ah, come on, get in there and compete. Come on. Well, that was then. This is now. And now, guess what? Sam Bradford, yeah, he's back in camp and competing for a job. Just like you demanded, Ron, that will be his only until, well, probably until Carson Wentz is ready. So, guys, I mean, Ron, you got to love this, right? He listened to you. Yeah, at Unlike last, us. somebody on this show, listen to me. If you guys <laughs> yeah, were as smart right. as Bradford, we'd be in good shape. Uh, you know, take my advice, will you? But now he says he's committed to the Eagles. Uh, I don't think so, but uh, at least he showed up for work. 
which is better than Fletcher Cox is doing. Yeah, right. So that, is yeah. that going to be your next uh, bogus, Porches or bogus? <laughs> Get I mean, Fletcher know, Cox is exactly. in there. Well, you know, Fletcher Cox at least is not coming out, you know, saying the, 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 that he got screwed. You know, he's just right. not coming to work, which yeah. is okay. It's voluntary. But the other guy was, you know, crying the blues. You know, I think, I think Sam may hold on to the job for a year. It may take that long for Carson Wentz to get up to speed. You know, I think Bradford now views this as a chance to build his stock for his next employer. You know, Carson Palmer was the first overall pick of his draft and didn't throw a pass as a rookie. Neither did Dante Culpepper. And Clark, you mentioned Phil Rivers. He, he threw only eight passes. You know, all had competitive veteran quarterbacks ahead of him as rookies. It's a giant, giant step from North Dakota State to the NFL. Bradford may finally realize 2016 may be more of an opportunity than a setback. Well, Goose, you mentioned Philip Rivers. This does remind me of San Diego in 2004, and that's when he was acquired by the Chargers. It wasn't drafted by him. It was drafted by the Giants, of course, and they swapped uh, Manning and Rivers. But uh, he was drafted and, and acquired ostensibly to take Drew Brees' job, who hadn't done anything his first three years, except one problem. <laughs> Brees never let him do it um, without Bradford fanfare. I mean, Brees just simply stayed there, had the best year of his four-year career, led the Chargers to the playoffs, and you know what? He was so good. Club franchised him. They kept him. Yeah, I, I don't see Wentz sitting for two years like Rivers did, though. I, I think he'll be the Eagles' starting quarterback in 2017. But, but I can see Bradford keeping the job through this season and enhance his own draft stock. If he performs as the first overall pick of an NFL draft, is expected to perform, which he was. Well, Goose, I think that's a real that becomes a, a dilemma, although a good one, uh, if he does. If he does, do you really want to get rid of him? Maybe you don't. Maybe you dangle the kid out there and see what you can uh, which you can get. I mean, it's it's a uh, then it becomes a dicey circumstance because if you if you, if Bradford plays like that and then you move him and the other, the other guy turns into Mary Poppins, right? Then what do you do? But he's brittle. get on your broom Brad, and ride. Bradford's Bradford's brittle though. That's the only issue. Well, he is no question. No question. Yeah, and that's why Breeze had to leave San Diego because he hurt that shoulder, and then ostensibly he became a free agent. Anyway, <laughs> nobody here is demanding to be traded. Well, not yet, anyway. We haven't heard from Ron, but we are going to be leaving for a commercial. When we return, we'll have Jim Thomas of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch on with us. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms at Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still for the lowest price of any national chain. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. When you're a kid, monsters live under your bed. When you're a grown-up, monsters come in the mail. You know, bills. But by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could save hundreds of dollars each month. Money you can use to shrink those monstrous bills down to a size that's not nearly as scary. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Buy in. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Not a morning person? Yeah, me neither. So I'll make this simple. Bacon. Egg. Cheese. Chris Sandwich. You awake yet? Good. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky Chris Sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two Chris Sandwich for just $4 at Burger King. Pile tie with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese. And they're two for $4. Hey, treat yourself. It's the morning. 
Get two Chris Sandwich for just $4 today. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price participation vary. Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. Now in the living room, you'll see this beautiful bay window. It's energy efficient and lets in a ton of natural light. It will also let in a thief when you leave it unlocked and he'll steal your laptop and flat screen TV. (laughs) Now who wants to see the kitchen? It's hard to know all that comes with renting a home or apartment. That's why the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Visit GEICO.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Since being introduced to households and businesses over 35 years ago, the family of Simple Green products has grown. But one thing all of them share is my full commitment to their excellence. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free, yes, free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Well, as promised, we turn now to Jim Thomas of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and formerly the beat writer of the St. Louis Rams. With the Rams returning to L.A. and rookie minicamps now underway, we're wondering what Jim's up to and, you know, what what he'll be doing this year and in the coming years. So we decided to find out. We made a call to him. Hey, Jim, uh, you feel a little bit like the Maytag repairman these days? I mean, uh, what's it like to have these rookie minicamps underway and, and, and not be part of them? You know, it's, it's a great question, Clark, because just now, now is the first time I've kind of felt the difference. As you well know, there's a certain routine to the off season. You know, you, you go to the Super Bowl, then two weeks after that is the combine. Two weeks after that is the start of free agency. Two weeks after that is uh, are the owners' meetings. Then you head into the draft. So I've I've done all that and and kind of written almost as much as I normally would, except they, you know, some Ram stuff hitting the highlights still on the Ram stuff, the more broader coverage, more general coverage. But now all of a sudden you get to the rookie mini camps and the OTAs and there's, there's, there's really nothing for me to do. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm about to take some time off, take my vacation a little bit earlier. So yeah, it has hit the difference just really kind of, kind of this week, uh, you know, not now that the draft's over. Jim, how much attention is the paper giving the Rams and do the people in St. Louis still care? It, it's an interesting, uh, dynamic because, uh, uh, whenever uh, uh, we write something about the Rams, we get a lot of complaints like, why are you 
writing about a team that's in L.A., we get, I don't know if it's an equal number, but we get quite a few people that still are starved for every bit of information on the Rams, and, and I get some very vociferous complaints. Why aren't you writing as much about the Rams as you used to? You know, when the team's in your town and you're the beat writer, you know, you're sweeping up every crumb, every little detail about the team. Well, we, we don't do that anymore, and we'll still hit the highlights. I mean, we wrote stuff, a couple stories about golf. We wrote about the the Rams uh, day three of the draft. Remember, they had no day two picks and wrote about their free agency. A lot of those stories, though, aren't ending up in the paper. They're ending up just online. Uh, and some of the stuff that we have in the paper, it may be just two paragraphs in the paper where maybe it was 600 words or 800 words uh, before. But, uh, yeah, you have people mad at you on both sides. But I just, just literally uh, within a minute of, before uh, I got on the air with you guys, we still uh, do a weekly chat. It's now not called a Rams chat, but it's called an NFL chat. But maybe a majority of the questions are still about the team, some about the nuts and bolts of the team. Some of it's like cycle, uh, like I'm a – uh, doing psychotherapy on, on, on Rams fans <laughs> in St. Louis that are still mad at Cronky. It's an interesting mix. But a lot of the uh, the L.A. Rams fans, uh, which really have kind of paid attention to what we've written about the Rams really over the last couple of years when it became more and more obvious that this might happen with L.A. So there are a lot of West Coast fans that, that are on the chat asking about the uh, team. So it's, 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 been a, it's been a strange mix. Any sense, Jim, uh, of uh, you know the Midwest being a bastion of honesty and fair play and all that? Uh, any sense out there amongst the people that, to a degree, this is what goes around, comes around? You all stole a team from the Rams, and now, now L.A. stole a team back. Uh, any kind of sort of the irony of that hit them? I would say that is a, a very, very small uh, uh, minority of the fans are that open-minded. Uh, <laughs> about this. Most of these fans are stung, uh, they're bitter, they're angry, and the big difference between the two, and, and, and again, no one's hands are clean on this totally, but, you know, St. Louis had a stadium plan, and regardless of what the league or the Cronky or even the Rams hire could say, it was a pretty good stadium plan. Robert McNair, the chairman of the finance team, that he said in, like, mid-December that they were really close to having a, what looked like a very good plan, and for some reason, it went the other way, and I, I, I think, in my heart of hearts, the league they had a chance to build a showcase stadium in LA and uh, return to the nation's second largest market. So St. Louis was just kind of acceptable collateral damage. So there was a big difference to have 400 million of public money that, as opposed to 1994 in Orange County in LA, and I was covering it back then in St. Louis, there was never any kind of firm stadium plan in, in L.A., so there is a difference there. But, yeah, no, I, no, no like I said, uh, uh, there are no real heroes in this when it comes to ownership. We're speaking with Jim Thomas, who's formerly the Rams writer and beat writer for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and now, Jim, the NFL writer, is that right? You'll be the NFL correspondent for that paper? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jim, question. St. Louis has now lost two NFL teams in the past three decades, you lost the cards, you lost the Rams. Realistically, from your vantage point, what do you think the chances are of gaining another franchise? I don't think it'll happen in in, uh, in my lifetime. And maybe it does. Maybe the league expands. 
uh, on a couple levels, it's, it's pretty clear that the league doesn't think much of St. Louis as a as a market and as a growth market. Uh, and uh, you know, the other thing is the the political appetite here, at least this current generation of uh, business and civic and governmental leaders. Uh, I mean, they're totally turned off by the NFL. They put a lot of time and effort into stadium plan. They spent about $16 million just on the project, you know, hiring the architects, uh, doing, doing certain things with the, with the land and everything. And, and uh, uh, they didn't think the league was straight with them during the, you know, the whole process. So I don't think there's, there's there, it doesn't look like there's an appetite at the league level. And I don't think there's an appetite here at the local level. Again, maybe a new generation of politics and uh, political and uh, economic and business leaders will, will, will come along that will say, hey, we, we need to try to do this again. But I, I don't see any appetite for it uh, uh, whatsoever at this point. So, Jim, what is the status of the stadium project? Is that dead? You know, if, if say, there was some hope that, that somebody else would be interested right away, it would all still be there, the, the financing, the land and everything. But, uh, you know, Mark Davis, and, 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 and I've talked to him about this at the owners' meetings, uh, he has absolutely no interest in St. Louis. We all know about the Las Vegas plan now. Nothing's happening with Jacksonville. People here have thought of Jacksonville because of Shad Khan. He's, he's a central uh, uh, Illinois businessman who, who tried to buy the Rams in 2010. Stan Kroenke had matching rights, so to speak, as the uh, – as the minority owner, and basically decided to exercise the matching rights when when Khan made a bid on the team. So he's he's pretty much entrenched in Jacksonville at least for the for the near future. And I think when Governor Jay Nixon, who, who kind of spearheaded the whole stadium plan here, he, he's out of office uh, at by the end of this calendar year. And I, I think then the, uh, the stadium uh, plan goes away. What they're trying to use the land for now is uh, it, it looks like. And there hasn't been a whole lot written or said about this lately. Is a major league uh, soccer team to get an expansion team here, you know, a much scaled down version of a stadium and a stadium plan, but using that same land on the north edge of the, the riverfront. Hey Jim, thanks so much, and best of luck with that soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're using their foot. Thanks, Jim. All right, take care. Thank you. you got it. That was Jim Thomas, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Coming up, someone who knows a lot about moving. That's former defensive back Rod Woodson, who played for the Steelers, 49ers, Ravens, and Raiders. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. Picture it. Your car and home insurance are perfectly bundled. You're saving loads of money, and life is so much easier. You exist in a heightened state of easy peasiness. Life is as easy as it is peasy. As peasy as it is easy. Experience oneness. Bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Not a morning person? Yeah, me neither. So I'll make this simple. Bacon. Egg. Cheese. Chris Sandwich. You awake yet? Good. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissant breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissant for just $4 at Burger King. Piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese, and they're two for $4. Hey, treat yourself. It's the morning. 
Get two for sandwich for just $4 today. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price of participation vary. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number. 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise, give yourself one. It's easier than you think. By refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line. Like a boss. To learn how, call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Well, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Our next guest is one of the greatest football players of all time. Rod Woodson intercepted 71 career passes to rank third on the NFL's all-time list. He went to 11 Pro Bowls in his 17-year career, and he was named to the NFL's 75th anniversary team. You know what? That's not all. Rod was one of the greatest college football players of all time, too. A two-time All-American at Purdue and member of the College Football Hall of Fame's class of 2016. Now, of course, he's an assistant with the Oakland Raiders, and he's here with us today as our guest. Rod Woodson, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, Rod, as difficult as it may be to get in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, it's even harder to get in the College Football Hall of Fame. It took you seven years after your enshrinement in Cannes to get elected to the college hall. Is the process for election to the college hall any less confusing than it is for the pro football hall? Yeah, that's a good question, you know, because I don't know who votes on it, um, <laughs> you know, uh, but I, I just know that, you know, there's a lot of great college football players. And, you know, just think about all the ones in the, of the past from the biggest schools to the smallest schools, they all get looked at. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's one of those things, you know, when you get out of school in 1987 and they put me in this past year in the 2016 class, uh, I was very surprised, but I was definitely more surprised trying to figure out, like, you know, who voted? Do I vote? Do, does, you know, do, do you know, people who win the Heisman Trophy, do they vote? You know, I'm not exactly sure, but no, nevertheless, I'm still very happy and, and, and decided to uh, be in it. Did you have any different emotions when you uh, heard you were admitted to the College Hall of Fame than, than what you felt at the Pro Football Hall of Fame? was. Uh, you know, what did you feel on those two days when you got the call? Well, I mean, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, it's, it's kind of a leading up point. Uh, you, you're talked about uh, uh, to the media. At that point, I was still working for the NFL Network. So we didn't talk about it in that building, uh, but, you know, the press talked about it. So I had an idea that I might could go in. You know, in the College Hall of Fame, I had no idea that I was going to go in. I mean, it's... You know, I think somebody called me uh, several months ago, right before the national championship game, and told me that I was going to be into the. Uh, I got a, inducted to the Hall of Fame, and you know, 
I'm not great at math, but 87 to 2016, that's a lot of time. <laughs> and I just wasn't, I wasn't expecting it. I just, I never really thought about it after that. Um, you know, but nevertheless, again, I think it's a tremendous honor just for the fact, I, I just think about all the great college football players that played, uh, and I'm one of those guys now. Well, Rod, and we're speaking to Rod Woodson on the Talk of Him Network. Rod, you talk about those great honors. I mean, you have Pro Football Hall of Fame, College Football Hall of Fame. How did those compare to being named Indiana's Mr. Football as a high school senior at Fort Wayne Snyder? Well, you know, that is, uh, you know, you, you, you start playing football. I, mean, I started playing football, Al football in Fort Wayne, Indiana, because my brothers played. I, I just wanted something to do with my brothers. And then it kind of just escalated. Uh, my sophomore year, I wasn't really that good in football. Matter of fact, my sophomore year, I quit football. <laughs> because our coaches was really mean and they were cussing me out and I didn't like it. Uh, but then my track coach talked me back into going back out, which I'm glad he did. And, you know, one year, my junior year, I played a little bit better. And then my senior year, I just had a really good year. And, um, you know, everybody thinks Indiana is a, a basketball state and, and, you know, probably is. But I, I think some pretty good football players come out of Indiana too. Speaking of that, Rod, you started all 45 games of your college career and left Purdue with 445 career tackles and 11 interceptions. You're a three-time All-Big Ten pick, two-time All-America, and also a two-time All-America hurdler and track. So what was the high point of your college career? Beating Indiana all four years. (laughs) (laughs) The old open bucket is big, you know. I mean, we haven't beat Indiana lately for quite a while. Uh, I think that was one of them. Uh, and then my other one was my sophomore year uh, when we beat Notre Dame, Ohio State, and uh, and Michigan all in the same year, uh, which it hasn't been done for quite a while. You know, uh, I went to Purdue because I wanted to change Purdue. I wanted to change the culture about the football program. And I, I think we did a pretty good job. Uh, but I think those two things are probably my highlights of my career, not losing to Indiana and then beating Ohio State, Michigan, and, and Notre Dame while I was there. You played with uh, four NFL teams in your career. You went to the Pro Bowl with three of the four. You also went to the Super Bowl uh, with three of those teams. And you won a ring, of course, with the Ravens. So when it comes to your pro careers, is, is there one thing that sticks out for you, the high moment of, of your pro career? Obviously, I would think it had to be in 2000 when we won the, uh, uh, the Super Bowl for the, when I was with the Baltimore Ravens. You know, you, you, I, I want to say being drafted, first of all, in 1987 by the Pittsburgh Steelers, taking this little knucklehead kid from Fort Wayne, Indiana, thinking that he could play in a pro football, and then having some really good coaches as I played in Pittsburgh, and then going to Baltimore, you know, it's the ultimate goal for every NFL player is to don the Lombardi Trophy in their city, and I definitely had opportunity. Went to three Super Bowls. We lost two of them, but we won one. And, you know, that's one of those. When, when the confetti falls and it's yours, that's a really good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you came close in San Francisco. I was covering that team, and you went to the um, conference championship game, that right, in 97. How bad a feeling uh, is it when it's not yours, Rod, when that confetti's for the other guy? It, is that... it's, it's pretty bad. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking, uh, you know, and, and – Pittsburgh, we went in 95. We lost to Dallas. Uh, that was a pretty close game all the way down until the end. And then when I went with Oakland, it wasn't a close game. Uh, it was kind of a blowout. Uh, so we kind of knew we were going to lose. But, you know, you put all that hard work in, and there's, you know, there's 30 other teams that would love to be in your situation. Uh, but it still doesn't, you know, take away the hurt that you did all that work. And 
nobody's going to remember the second place team. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we're, with Oakland, <laughs> we're with Oakland Raiders assistant and Hall of Fame player Rod Woodson. Rod, I'm going to make this very simple. Um, I asked you about uh, playing on the 49ers. You played on other teams as well as you just mentioned. If you or if I asked you to draft one cornerback for your team, one cornerback, not including yourself, just one cornerback from any era, who would it be and why? Oh, I think Mel Blunt. Uh, I, I think Mel Blunt to me is the best corner to uh, ever play in the National Football League. Just for the fact, you know, if you ever met Mel, first of all, he's a huge corner. He's 6'4-ish. He wears these big cowboy boots, this 10-gallon hat, this huge hat, this huge uh, belt buckle. But he's just so long and so fast and so fluid uh, as an athlete. He was before his time. And, and when they make a rule up because you're just destroying receivers down the field, you're doing something right. So, you know, putting that five-yard chuck rule in there, uh, was really for Mel Blunt because he was just dismantling receivers down the field. And, you know, a guy who's a great human being, but when you watch him play, I just think he could have played in any era. And if you think now, everybody's trying to find the Mel Blunt in 2016. So what he had and what he was way back then was just before his time. Right. You remember the, the Raiders' last Super Bowl team. In fact, that 2002 team was the last Oakland team to have a winning record. They haven't been back in the playoffs since. You're coaching them now. Is this 2016 team capable of ending those droughts? I think so. You know, it's a process. Uh, one thing that we know is that words, I've never seen a football team talk their way into the Super Bowl. So you're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to play hard. You're going to have to practice hard. Uh, and I think Jack Del Rio, our head coach, he, he's given us a great vision. And it's our job as assistant coaches to apply that vision and talk about that vision to our players day in and day out, week after week, and day after day, and practice after practice. And I think our guys have done a really good job. Uh, I think we got some a great nucleus of young players. And, you know, last year we were 7-9. We were in every single game last year except that first game of the year against Cincinnati Bengals. They kind of they, they put it on us pretty good. But every other game we were into the fourth quarter. Um, and, I, and I think that's a good thing because our young players realize what it's going to take to close out close games. And – when they do that, and, and I believe they will do that this year, it's going to put us in great position at the end of the year to get to the postseason. And once the postseason, once you get in, you know, the, the, latest, the slate is clean. And I think um, once they start believing, which I think they really do, they believe once they step on the field, they can beat anybody in the National Football League. And that belief system is really huge to me that you can win it all. Hey, Rod, speaking about belief, we believe we've got to go to commercial here. We're out of time. <laughs> but uh, thanks so much for joining us, and good luck bringing that vision back to the Raiders and getting them back on top. Oh, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Rod. Thanks, Rod. Thanks, Rod. Always a pleasure. That was Hall of Fame defensive back Rod Woodson. When we return, we'll hear why another Raider, yes, another Raider, should be in the Hall. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise, give yourself one. It's easier than you think. By refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line, like a boss. To learn how, call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Not a morning person? Yeah, me neither. So I'll make this simple. Bacon. Egg. Cheese. Chris Sandwich. You awake yet? Good. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissant breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissant for just $4 at Burger King. 
Piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese, and they're two for four dollars. Hey, treat yourself. It's the morning. Get two for sandwich for just four dollars today. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price participation vary. Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. Now in the living room, you'll see this beautiful bay window. It's energy efficient and lets in a ton of natural light. It will also let in a thief when you leave it unlocked, and he'll steal your laptop and flat screen TV. <laughs> Now who wants to see the kitchen? It's hard to know all that comes with renting a home or apartment. That's why the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Visit Geico.com and see how affordable renters insurance can be. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. Now back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and your Hall of Fame host Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And with minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Geico. Hey, Ron, you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes? 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you better get on the phone. Exactly. It means you should have been on the phone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go there. Um, you know, we sometimes take a minute in this segment uh, to celebrate the life of someone notable who's passed on, and, and today is no different, except it's not someone, it's something. And that something is the Tampa Tribune, which last week went out of business after it was bought by the Tampa Bay Times with 100 employees out of work. There are a lot of good, and I mean really, really good people at the Tampa Tribune, including Hall of Fame voter and Talk of Fame contributor, Ira Kaufman, who was on here just a couple months ago. But anyway, it's just another in a slitany of, of sad days, I think, for journalism, or at least what passes for journalism these days. Yeah, Clark, sad days indeed. You know, I'm, I've had great friends put out of work by the closings of the Dallas Times-Herald, the Rocky Mountain News, now the Tampa Trip. You know, I worked with Ira Kaufman at UPI in New York back in the 70s, and I've really come to respect the job Roy Cummings did on that Bucks beat. Right. They deserve better, and so do their readers. Yeah, you're right, Goose. Um, anyway, it's the Tampa Tribune. It's out of business after 123 years. Um, I, I don't know what's next for, you mentioned Ira, Ira and Roy, Roy Cummings. But um, you know what? We're, we're thinking of you guys, and we're hoping for the best. Someone else, of course, we're thinking of, or at least Ron is thinking of, was on this program last week, talking about former Oakland quarterback Jim Plunkett, whom Ron, well... Here's a surprise. Ron thinks he belongs oh, in the Hall of Fame. Listen to that that music. song belongs oh, in the Hall of Fame. It's like Beethoven. Oh, Bach. The Rolling Johnny Stones. <laughs> the Rolling Stones. <laughs> We're going to have this song at Coachella. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ron made a case for Jim this week on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com. And now he's here to make that case for you. So, Ron, floor is yours. Well, guys, you know, uh, Jim Plunkett is a Hall of Fame enigma. He's the only quarterback eligible for the Hall to have started and won two Super Bowls without being enshrined. He's also historically significant as the first minority quarterback to win a Super Bowl and the only Latino ever named Super Bowl MVP and become the NFL's draft's overall 
number one pick. Frankly, you can't write the history of the game without Jim Plunkett. He was Rookie of the Year in 1971 when he led a terrible Patriot team to a 6-8 and record and upset the two top teams in the AFC East at that time, Miami and Baltimore, in the final three weeks of the season. But that bright start soon dimmed due to injury, a leaky offensive line that had him sacked 112 times in his first three seasons. Ouch. Makes my back hurt. And the arrival of former Oklahoma co- uh, coach Chuck Fairbanks in 1973. Fairbanks favored the option offense. It's pretty ill-suited to Plunkett's skills and his surgically repaired body. Yet in 1974, which was his last full season as a starter there, he still led the Patriots to their first 500 record in eight years. But within a year, he asked to be traded. He was shipped off to the 49ers for three first-round picks and a second, as well as a backup quarterback. He went 7-7 seven and seven, uh, that first year, leading the Niners to their only winning season during an eight-year span. But again, problems arose. Next year comes a new general manager, Joe Thomas. He fired head coach Monty Clark and undid Jim Plunkett. Uh, the Niners would go 7-23 and under Thomas, and Plunkett was cut a year later and signed by Al Davis, who began his resurrection. He sat for nearly two and a half years in Oakland before asking to be traded. Al Davis said, uh-uh, and five weeks into the 1980 season, the starter Dan Pastorini fractured his leg, and Plunkett became Cinderella. He went 9-2, and beat the Eagles in Super Bowl 15, threw three touchdowns, and was a Super Bowl MVP and Comeback Player of the Year. Three years later, he did it again, beating the Redskins in Super Bowl 18. So why isn't he in the hall? He's got the jewelry, but he threw more interceptions than touchdowns. His completion percentage was only 52.5. He never made a Pro Bowl. He was never a league MVP, nor all decades. So here's the question. What weighs the most? The start of your career when you're stuck on two terrible teams and go 34 and 53, or the end when you go 46 and 21 with the Raiders and 8 and 2 in the playoffs? Which represents Jim Plunkett? That's the debate. Okay, Ron, Eli Manning with his two Super Bowls or Jim Plunkett? Well, this will stun you guys, but I'm going with Plunkett. You know, uh, Manning Stunning. completed, in his career, Manning's completed 59.3% of his throws, barely better than Jim, at a time when everything is geared toward completing the pass. So uh, I, I just think overall, Plunkett is the better man uh, at this stage of things. I don't think either one get in the hall, but Jim, uh, certainly you can make a case for him. Oh, that's the signal. Chip Kelly. Yes, Chip Kelly's back in town, which means we've got to hurry. So let's get to the two-minute drill. Ron, you got this week's questions with Rick and I answering, and Rick going first. Here we go, boys. Vikings coach Mike Zimmer says the the feel-good story about German-born rookie wide receiver Mortis Boringer is over. It's time to play football, not be a celebrity. Do you consider Moritz Boringer a celebrity? Maybe a German receiver in Minneapolis is a celebrity, but in Texas, he's just another guy. Yeah, no, I consider him a German. (laughs) Question for Mike Zimmer. Is sucking the joy out of everything a prerequisite for being a football coach in the NFL? You've been around Bill Belichick too long. (laughs) No. And Bruce Arians is the proof. Oh, there you go. Ed Hervey, a GM of the defending Grey Cup champion Edmonton Eskimos, one of my favorite teams, says Canadian players rather play in the NFL than the CFL, and it ain't right. Well, the NFL has a $450,000 minimum salary, and Canada's is 40000 loonies. Which one do you think Ed would take, the loonies or the cash? Would you rather eat at Ruth Chris or Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> if it's not the NFL, then Ed's the loony. <laughs> Who will get a job first, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Greg Hardy? The Amish rifle, because he's just as good off the field as he is on it. Wrong. Greg Hardy, making license plates. <laughs> Third-round draft choice, Jacoby Brissett is saving uh, the 3% agent fee by negotiating his own contract with the Patriots. He's also their only unsigned draftee. Is he the new Howard Slusher? I'm guessing that's one of the reasons the Patriots drafted him. 
No. He's just the new poster boy for unemployment. Arizona State linebacker Antonio uh, Longino was supposed to be in camp with the Bengals this weekend for a free agent tryout. Instead, he's in the slammer for tampering with Evans in a homicide investigation. Did the Bengals scouting department think San Quentin is a university? When did Father Flanagan start scouting for the Bengals? No, you know what, Ron, as a rule? The Bengals prefer Sing Sing, but they're the Bengals, so they're not choosy. Does the post ESP analyst Chris Carter need a fall guy himself now? It wouldn't be the first time Randy Moss has shoved him out of the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, he does, except his presumptive fall guy, Ray Lewis, he got 86-2. Sam Bradford refused to answer the text from Eagles coaches while demanding a trade, but then he texted him to say he was showing up for OTAs. Did anybody text him back? No need, Ron. Remember, these OTAs aren't mandatory. Yeah, somebody did. Tim Tebow. Chiefs rookie Tyreek Hill said last week fans in Kansas City had every right to be mad at him for his domestic violence conviction two years ago. Do they? I seriously doubt the Chiefs drafted him to punish him. Yeah, they do, but fans wouldn't care if you signed El Chapo as long as he could find the end zone without a Sherpa. That's the end of our first hour. Yep, it's the end, but don't go anywhere. Coming up on the back nine, we have former coach Mike Shannon as well as John Zeman, Baltimore's Marching Ravens, and someone who is a longtime friend of John Unitas. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. When you're a kid, monsters live under your bed. When you're a grown-up, monsters come in the mail. You know, bills. But by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could save hundreds of dollars each month. Money you can use to shrink those monstrous bills down to a size that's not nearly as scary. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Buy in. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, one 800 644 Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Not a morning person? Yeah, me neither. So I'll make this simple. Bacon, egg, cheese, croissantwich. You awake yet? Good. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissantwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissantwich for just $4 at Burger King. Pile tie with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese. And they're two for $4. Hey, treat yourself. It's the morning. Get two sandwich for just $4 today. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price of participation vary. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Picture it. Your car and home insurance are perfectly bundled. You're saving loads of money. And life is so much easier. You exist in a heightened state of easy peasiness. Life is as easy as it is peasy. As peasy as it is easy. Experience oneness. Bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. Well, Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. 
Welcome back to hour number two of the Talk of Fame Network. Coming up in this hour, we're going to have former coach Mike Shanahan, as well as our monthly residential debates with Talk of Fame residents Rick Goslin and Ron Borges. But last Saturday would have been the 83rd birthday of John Unitas, Hall of Fame quarterback for the Baltimore Colts. And we mentioned it on this program. But mentioning Unitas, I don't think, and I know Rick and Ron don't think is enough, not at least not for us. We want to remember him uh, and, and, and remember him the best way. And to do that, we have John Zeman, who's president of Baltimore's Marching Ravens, which were once the Baltimore Colts marching band. And you should have heard of them because they were featured on ESPN's wonderful 30 for 30 documentary, The Band That Wouldn't Die. And there they are in the background with a Colts marching song. That's a great, that, that's a great fight song. Anyway, that film directed and produced by Academy Award winning director Barry Levinson of Diner fame tells the story of a band and the people who wouldn't let Baltimore give up in the NFL, even though the NFL gave up on Baltimore. Uh, John, who joined the band in 62 and helped keep it together after the Colts left for Indianapolis in 84. I was covering the team then. Ron had just left Baltimore then. He's prominently featured in that film, along with others who kept the Colts and their fight song alive. Alive until the Models arrived and turned the Colts marching band into Baltimore's marching Ravens. Anyway, John knew Johnny Yu for decades, and he's been kind enough to join us. John, you're on with Clark, Rick, and Ron. And first question, anyone who watches the band that wouldn't die knows how strong the bond between the Colts and Johnny Yu was with the city. As I said, I lived there. Ron lived there. We covered sports there. It's been 32 years since the Colts left. Is there a bond still there today? Well, absolutely. You know, our tradition now, we have two statues out in front of M&T Bank Stadium. One is of John Unitas, the other is of the great Ray Lewis. And when you come down there, what they do, the fans come in and they touch John's high top and they rub it for good luck. It's almost rubbed down. They may have to get a new statue. But like I said, it's almost like you can see all the way through the bronze. And then with Ray, they come over and, like, grab his leg. This is our tradition. This is our history. We'll never forget the Baltimore Colts. Through the benevolence of Mr. Bashad, the owner, they are all in all the Hall of Famers of the Baltimore Colts in a ring of honor around the stadium. They're our team, and we have generations of generations of people teaching their children the love we had for the Baltimore Colts. You've got to realize, 1953, Baltimore is just a little, what I call, grizzly little town, industrial town between D.C. and New York, and everybody made fun of us. And then this team in Dallas, Dallas, Texas, nobody wanted. We already lost one franchise of the Baltimore Colts. And for two years, 51, 52, we didn't have a team in Baltimore. The band stayed together there also. But this team in Dallas, nobody wanted the Texans. So they came to Baltimore. It was love at first sight. Both the team and both the city had chips on their shoulder. And five years later, with the love of the team and the love of our fans, we were in the 58 championship game, and we turned professional football history around. John, Clark mentioned that you've knew Unitas for a long time. What's your favorite yes, Unitas story? 45 years. All right, I'm going to tell Unitas stories off, uh, like I said, basically out of the football realm. You know, as a friend. John was the type of person, and you didn't realize this, but he was he was a tease. I mean, if he knew something got you, he threw assault in the wound, just, you know, bugging you, just bugging you, you know, and just, just laughing about it. I was I worked at the time down the Bay Ruth Birthplace Museum, and uh, I get a call one day, and uh I knew it was him, and he says, Zeman, what are you doing? I said, I'm talking to the greatest quarterback in the world. Mr. Montana, I've admired you for years. Well, I can <laughs> tell you right now, okay? All right, I can't tell you what he said back to me, because I'd probably, FCC would take your license away. But, you know, <laughs> they might anyway. Finished, let me have it. Oh, yeah, no, after he finished letting them have it, you know, um, you know, he, like I said, you know, he said, okay, you're going to lunch with me today, and you're paying. But 
you know, what you saw on the field was John and what you got off the field. Very unassuming, you know. If you say, John, you're the greatest quarterback in the world, he goes, no, my team's the greatest team in the world. That was John. It was never me, 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 me. It was John Unitas who cared about his team and he loved his fans. There's two things that John, two things that kept John's heart. One was the fans of Baltimore. He loved his fans. Two, of course, his family. He adored his family. He had uh, eight children, and he adored his family. And also, he had a love also for children. He loved children. He always had time for children. And last thing was Liam those animals. You know, he always had a menagerie of pets. You know, he had a bulldog named Bruce, uh, St. Bernard named Maggie. And that was John Unitas. He always had time for his fans. A lot of the players nowadays in sports don't have that. John did. You know better than most of us about the Colts Corral. You know, the, the, I think they ended up nearly 30 right. of them. By the time they were done, the thing that always struck me was it was one in the, Mar- the Maryland State Penitentiary, which uh, <laughs> speaks to, to the, how many fans Corral, you had there. 954. 954. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, and they're still there. Wow. And now it's the Raven's Nest, on the Raven's Roost and the Raven's Nest. that They split. And there's two different organizations, and they stayed together also, but they had a Ravens rest, or a nest and a Ravens roost. It's funny, uh, when the uh, Colts used to go and play baseball with the inmates in the yard, and mm-hmm. every time the ball would go to the fence, all the inmates would scream, we'll get it, we'll take care of it, we'll get it. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I mean, that, that, can you see any of the pro players now getting out there and playing baseball with inmates? You know, well, I can see some of the pro not... players today as inmates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, you got that right. Um, and that's why it was 954. It wasn't Corral 1, 2, 3, 4. It was 954 because that was the address, 954 North Huffman Street in Baltimore. And uh, i tell you one thing. It did a lot of good for people that were, you know, on the men coming out. It made them feel like somebody. We're speaking with John Zeman, who's president of Baltimore's Marching Ravens, formerly the Colts Marching Band. Remember John Unitas and and John. Uh, quick question for you: How much did it hurt, not only to lose the team in '84, but to lose the name and the history? First of all, as you know, who don't know the story, uh, in the middle of the night they moved. Think of your think of your baseball team, think of your football team, and you wake up tomorrow and they're gone. Snap of a finger, they're gone. It hurt. We didn't deserve this. And that's why in that movie, Barry Levinson had missions to prove that, one, Ursay was wrong. Two, Ursay was a drunk. Three, Baltimore was not to blame. Four, Baltimore needed a team back here. They deserved a team back here. And five, at the end of the movie, he says, I'm going to have you crying. I don't care what you are, a football fan or baseball fan or not a fan. We're going to cry at the end of the movie. And he accomplished every single one of them. Uh, like I said in the movie, you know, the commerce in Baltimore the next day, um, March 29, 1984, continued on. Nobody died, but a piece of us was missing. A piece of our community was missing, and pride. And that's we were determined to get the team back here. You know, it's funny. I've talked to people in uh, St. Louis about losing the Rams, and they're not, I hate to say it, I don't think they're that upset about it the way we're in Baltimore. You know, and they're not going to fight to get a team back. Uh, you know, us, we hung on like carriers. We would not let go. There's no way, even after expansion, we lost expansion, we were going to get a team back in Baltimore, and we did. And that's the reasons why we, we love professional football in Baltimore. And now it's one of the most productive teams under Steve Rashadi in the National Football League. Hey, Johnny, if John Elway had played in Baltimore, would the Colts have ever left? I have to agree with my dear friend Ernie Acorsi. I feel when they drafted Elway, the season tickets, 
started to go up. People started buying season tickets. I feel very strong. We had a chance. We had a chance to keep that team in Baltimore. But with Elway leaving and what he did, what I knew was all over. If we were kept, Ernie, of course, he was general manager, who I deeply, deeply respect, John Elway playing the Baltimore Colts. And Mr. Ursay kept his mouth shut and let Ernie, of course, he run the team. The Baltimore Colts will be in existence today. I feel very strong about that. How much satisfaction do you get from keeping the band together, uh, you know, even in those years when there was nothing to play for but uh, the moon rising, uh, when you had no team? How much satisfaction do you take from that, being able to keep it together? Well, like I said, being uh, 69 years old, I look back and said, what the heck did I do? <laughs> I could never do that again. <laughs> My God, you know. Um, and But, you know, now with the Marching Ravens, where, like I said, uh, as they said in the National Football League Hall of Fame that we're the most historic bands in the National Musical Unit National Football League. On Sundays, when I see our band on the field, I see our, our fans cheering the band, and I look around, and I see the Ravens score touchdowns. I said, yeah, it was worth it. That That's my reward. You don't have to give me anything. That is my reward, to see this younger generation come out there and enjoy Baltimore professional football. And also, as far as I'm concerned, uh, not being prejudiced, we got the best owner in the National Football League in Steve Rashadi. We have him with Art Modell also. So we were blessed. Hey, John, you know what? This was worth it. Thanks so much for the time, and most of all, thanks for the memories. It's my pleasure, and uh, anybody need to contact me, it's marchingravens at hotmail.com. Marchingravens, one word, at hotmail.com. It's been an honor and a pleasure, and thank you. Thanks, John. We'll look for it at those Ravens games, John. I'll be there. (laughs) That was John Zeman, president of Baltimore's Marching Ravens. Up next, a residential debate. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms at Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still for the lowest price of any national chain. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. Not a morning person? Yeah, me neither. So I'll make this simple. Bacon, egg, cheese, croissant sandwich. You awake yet? Good. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissant sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissant sandwich for just $4 at Burger King. Piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese. And they're two for $4. Hey, treat yourself. It's the morning. Get two croissant sandwich for just $4 today. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price of participation vary. Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. Now in the living room, you'll see this beautiful bay window. It's energy efficient and lets in a ton of natural light. It will also let in a thief when you leave it unlocked and he'll steal your laptop and flat screen TV. (laughs) Now who wants to see the kitchen? It's hard to know all that comes with renting a home or apartment. That's why the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Visit GEICO.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Since being introduced to households and businesses over 35 years ago, the family of Simple Green products has grown. But one thing all of them share is my full commitment to their excellence. Simple Green. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, 
I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise, give yourself one. It's easier than you think. By refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line. Like a boss. To learn how, call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network. Hey, Ron, what does it mean? What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Got an idea? Yeah, means you should have called 15 minutes ago. Save yourself some cash. There you go. You should go to Geico.com. You should have gone, like Ron said, 15 minutes ago. So listen to him. Go. You know, the Talk of Fame Network is not only brought to you by Geico. We're brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes... You can download software that can clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's mycleanpc.com. Hey, guys, um, looks as if we're going to have Hillary Clinton and former New Jersey Generals owner Donald Trump as our presidential nominees for a November election, which means uh, another five months of presidential debate. So I'm not sure if that's a good thing. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's probably a bad thing, but... I do know that having our own nominees, yes, our own nominees, that would be Rick and Ron, for our monthly residential debates is nothing but a grand thing. In fact, when when I mentioned to Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the league recently, that we might have Rick and Ron on this week, he told me to, well, Derek, I'll tell you what, he told me to... Come on, bring it on. There you go. There you go. And that's what we're doing. We're bringing it on. Listen, you guys have done this before, so you know the draw. I don't think I need to go over the ground rules, but I will. Um, we have first rules? responded. What? No. We have rules? Well, no. yeah, we have rules, but you don't have to pay attention to them, Ron. That's only for Rick. <laughs> exactly. He's a law and order guy. He is a law and order guy. The first respondent is going to have 45 seconds to make his case. At the end of 45 seconds, Derek, Derek Burns, our producer, you hit him with a buzzer if they keep going long. That's it. Then there's a 30-second challenge followed by a 30-second rebuttal. And, Derek, if they go too long in either one of those, what do we do? You got it. Any questions, guys? Okay, good. Let's get Okay, Gooseman, you're first up. We ran a poll last week that got a landslide response. It was your poll, Goose, on the best offensive lineman not in Canton. And the winner, also in a landslide response, Jerry Kramer. He was a member of the 50th anniversary all-league team, but he's not in Canton. So as a member of the senior committee of the Hall of Fame, Goose, how do you propose putting Jerry Kramer in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Well, perspective, Clark, every established team in the NFL, all 26 of them have two or three players they feel have been unjustly passed over by the process. 
But I tell the folks, the senior committee cannot be a clearinghouse for any one particular team. That works against Kramer because we elected Dave Robinson as a senior nominee for the Packers in 2013. He's the fifth Packer we presented as a senior candidate. In the 44 years of the committee, we've never nominated a Colt, a Jet, a Charger, or an Oiler. We have to look out for all teams and do what's right for all players. Our Robert Brazil, Mike Curtis, Winston Hill, and Walt Sweeney are all worthy candidates. Do we keep passing them over? Kramer has been in the room as a senior finalist before. He'll get another sh- shot. I'm just not sure when. Ron, your turn. Well, he's been rejected a number of times, as, as Goose points out, uh, when he was fully eligible and also as a senior candidate. Why, I do not know. How someone can be the only guard on the 50th anniversary NFL team. Best guard to play in 50 years of pro football. He's not in the Hall of Fame. El stupido. But I digress. Frankly, I just fear that this is an uphill battle for a deserving guy uh, who I believe got buried by the numbers. One day the committee just woke up and they said, no mas, cheeseheads. No mas. Yeah, Ron, there's a, there's a credibility issue here. The, the, the same Hall of Fame selection committee picked that 50th anniversary team. And the committee now says, no, no, he's not good enough to be in Hall of Fame. This committee, different people, but same committee, picked him. And to say he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame, that's wrong. It's got to be fixed. Okay, Ron, you're next up. We just heard from John Zeman of Baltimore's Marching Fight on, you Baltimore Colts. I like that that song, too. (laughs) And that's formerly the Colts' marching band. The Marching Ravens, they're formerly the Colts' marching band. So when the Colts left Baltimore in 1984, you weren't there, I was, they took not only the name but the history with them. Should the Baltimore Colts records be kept separate now and forever from the Indianapolis Colts? And if so, how do you propose that we do that? Well, Clark, uh, I think they should be. Those records, like the Colts' name, belong in Baltimore. Uh, there are no Colts in Indianapolis, only Hoosiers. No Colts have been there. Originally, you know, Clark, as you know, because you're a Baltimore guy, the team was nearly named the Whirlaways for the great racehorse, but thankfully the Colts prevailed for the same reason, the town's connection to the Preakness and horse racing. That's who the Colts are. They're Baltimore's team. Uh, they'll always belong to Baltimore, and so are their records. If the Ravens are their reincarnation, then those records should be in their record book, but not in a book you know, that, that has Gene Hackman's records in it because he was the coach of the Hoosier team. They belong <laughs> in Baltimore, and there should be a special section in the Ravens' record fact book. Yeah, I think the, the, the Browns left behind their colors, nickname, and marks. The Titans left behind their nickname in Houston, and the Chiefs left behind their nickname in Dallas. That's all what makes these billion-dollar franchises the history and the name recognition. But I maintain, I think Ron does too, the city should own the history of that, not the teams. You want to move, then move, but leave everything else behind. Ron, Ron you got a summary. Yeah, yeah well, I agree. I, I, I think that, you know, look, when we go to Indianapolis, and all three of us have been there many times, and we look at the Colts, you think Johnny Unitas? No, I think Gene Hackman. I mean, we, Bobby Knight. What are we? What are we doing? You know, this, they should be something else. Whatever they are in Indiana, what are they? The Borings. They could be the Indiana Borings. Be good. Okay, Gooseman, you're next up. Walmart recently announced that it was going back to greeters. Yes, greeters at the door. So, if the Pro Football Hall of Fame were to have a greeter or greeters at the front door, whom would you nominate? I got it. Hall of Famers. There are 303 Hall of Famers. I don't have the exact fears, but let's say there are 200 of them that are still alive. There are 52 weeks in a year. Fly one Hall of Famer to Canton for each of the 52 weeks. Put them up at that four-star hotel that's going to be a part of this Hall of Fame village. Pay them a wage to spend three hours at the hall every morning for a week. Maybe it's Tommy McDonald one week and Lombardi the next. You could even have an assembly at the end of each week to cap his visit. I've long believed the Hall of Fame's 
needs to, these Hall of Famers need to have a higher profile in Canton to make this city a destination point. This would be a way of doing it. Okay, Ron, your challenge. Well, you know, the, the obvious guy, if he was still alive, and that's the great Artie Donovan, the, the great defensive lineman <laughs> from the Colts, great player, and America's house guest for decades. He was a hilarious guy, <laughs> and if anybody gets out of line, he could also serve as the bouncer. His dad was the, one of the boxing's greatest referees. He was a tough guy. He was ex-Marine Corps during World War II. He knew how to fight. He knew how to have fun. Isn't that the two things you need out of a greeter? The other option Oops. would be to have sports writers have been put out of work. <laughs> wow, that would be, be a lot of greeters. For a wage. For a wage. We'll come back for a week for a wage. You could find 365 very easily. Okay. Wow. All right, Ron, you got the last one here. Now that the Seattle Seahawks have put Marshawn Lynch on the reserve retired list, there are people asking. No, they are demanding. He goes to the Hall of Fame. They're asking, is he Hall of Fame worthy? No, they want him in the Hall of Fame. So is he Hall of Fame worthy? Well, no. Now, if he's driving through Ohio and he sees the exit sign he wants to pull off, he can go visit the Hall of Fame. Uh, but should he be in the Hall of Fame? What are you kidding? Uh, shouldn't you at least be the best back in your team's history? He isn't. Sean Alexander retired with more yards and more touchdowns than beast mode in fewer games, which makes Marshawn Lynch least mode. <laughs> Frankly, Ricky Waters was a better back, uh, so th- not, he's not even the second best back. He's not even Hall of Fame in Seattle. Yeah, Sean Alexander was an NFL MVP. Let's start there. You know, and I have a hard time having Lynch jump Alexander, Waters. Chuck Foreman deserves to have his case heard. So does Ricky Waters, Craig, uh, Roger Craig, Terrell Davis. They need to have their candidacies resolved one way or the other. Alan Amici, Tank Younger, and even Priest Holmes all had shorter but dominant careers. In the five years when Lynch becomes available, I do not see him jumping to the head of the queue. Ron, quick summary. There's a Hall of Fame he does belong in, though. The Broadcaster's Hall of Fame. Never has a guy said less and got more out of it. He said Skittles and got rich. So put him in the Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Okay, well, that's the end of this debate, guys. But something that's not debatable is that we've got to go to commercial. When we return, we'll hear from former coach Mike Shanahan. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Picture it. Your car and home insurance are perfectly bundled. You're saving loads of money, and life is so much easier. You exist in a heightened state of easy peasiness. Life is as easy as it is peasy, as peasy as it is easy. Experience oneness. Bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number. one 800 644 5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Not a morning person? Yeah, me neither. So I'll make this simple. Bacon, egg, cheese, croissantwich. You awake yet? Good. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissantwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissantwich for just $4 at Burger King. Piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese. And they're two for $4. Hey, treat yourself. It's the morning. Get two sandwich for just $4 today, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price participation vary. When you're a kid, monsters live under your bed. When you're a grown-up, monsters come in the mail. You know, bills. 
But by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could save hundreds of dollars each month. Money you can use to shrink those monstrous bills down to a size that's not nearly as scary. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Buy in. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Well, as you should know by now, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Our next guest won two Super Bowls as a head coach, third as an offensive coordinator, and is one of the finest quarterback coaches and evaluators anywhere. Uh, I, I met him in 1994 and consider him a good friend today. I'm talking about Mike Shanahan, who delivered John Elway and the Denver Broncos the first two Super Bowls in 97 and 98, won a league record seven playoff games in a two-year span, who went on an NFL record three straight seasons undefeated at home, and who years later won a division championship in Washington with a rookie quarterback. Mike, first of all, thanks for joining us. And second, welcome back to these parts. Where have you been the last few weeks? Well, last couple of weeks, I spent a little time in Cabo and spent a little time with my grandkids. My daughter lives in Greenwich, Connecticut, and she's got uh, three boys, all under five and one on the way. So it was nice to spend about five days with them as well. Hey, Mike, it's, it's odd not seeing you on the sidelines. This is going to be the third straight year you're out of football. I guess you reportedly were close to taking over the 49ers this offseason, a team that you left after winning the 95 Super Bowl. How close were you? Well, I'll be honest with you. You know, you kind of go through situations. I know when I, after my first year in San Francisco, back there in the uh, you know, 93 season, everybody thought I was going to come to Denver. And uh, after my first year with San Francisco, I thought it was such a great learning experience. Then I had an opportunity to become the head coach at Denver. I just didn't think it was the right time or the right place. I, I had learned so much, and I decided to stay. And that was probably one of the best decisions I ever made because I come back two years later and was able to get some of the things that I wasn't able to get uh, when I was first off of the job. That was after my first season in San Francisco. I felt the same thing, you know, going you know last couple of years that you could talk to different teams, but the only way you're happy in the National Football League as a coach is if you win the Super Bowl, and you want to be part of that type of organization. And I've been lucky enough to be with a couple systems, and it's worked out well for me. And you just want to make sorry about that. Uh, it's the 49ers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, the 49ers, such a great learning experience. <laughs> and I decided, I said, hey, the best thing for me was to just learn in that, uh, with that background and, and kind of go from there. But it, it's, it's been very positive. Sorry about that phone call. <laughs> sure. no I, I was just wondering, uh, Mike, you know, back here in New England, uh, Dante Skarnecchia took two years off, said he was going to retire, he was going to see the world, make furniture, and so forth. Now he's back you know, working 20 hours a day and coaching the, the offensive line again. How much do you miss football? Is it hard to, to, I don't know if give it up is even the right word, but when you're three years out, is it, is it hard to not keep doing it? Well, to be honest with you, I really enjoy football, especially the X's and O's, and I do that a little bit every day. I, I don't get away from that. You know, with my son being in the league and knowing a bunch of coaches on different uh, teams, I'm actually probably uh, more up-to-date on what teams are doing throughout the National Football League than I've ever been. Because when you are a head coach or you are a coordinator or a consultant, whatever, you're on a team, you're so involved in the personnel 
you know, getting ready for the draft, free agency, judging your own players, making decisions with the salary cap, going through the mini camps. And when you actually have some time like I've had, I've had a chance to actually watch more football and sit back and really enjoy it. You don't evaluate personnel as much like the drafts or some of your own team, but you get a, do get a chance to enjoy the game, and I very much enjoy that. Mike, do you still want to coach? I mean, do you want to get you want to get back in it? Well, I'm not. I, you know what I'd always like to do is be involved. You know, you want to be involved as a consultant. If you really felt like uh, there was an opportunity to win a Super Bowl, I think you'd jump at it in any capacity. If it, if you felt like you had the right leadership, and it starts with an owner, then it goes to the GM, the quarterback, to the head coach. You all got you got to be on the same page to have a chance to win it. And that's why I had such. When I talked about San Francisco back there, I, I thought it was such a great learning experience for me because they had won four Super Bowls in nine years. You say, how does a team win four Super Bowls in nine years? Uh, and everybody was on the same page. You felt it from right. you know the GM, the owner, just everybody. And I said, hey, when you have that type of experience, and then you go to another organization, you want that back. We're with former head coach Mike Shannon on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Mike, uh, let's talk about going to another organization. I mentioned up top that you did coach in Washington, and you took the Redskins to a division championship with rookie Robert Griffin III as quarterback. Now, as we all know, it was supposed to be a happily ever after relationship, but you're gone and he's gone. Why didn't it work out? Well, I think really it did work out the first year. When I mean, you take a look at Robert and some of the things that he did, I thought it was kind of unbelievable. We had six new starters on offense. We were you know, obviously we just got uh, tagged with an $18 million cap hit, so we weren't as deep as some teams would be. But, you know, when you take a look, when you lead the league in rushing and you're number one in that yards per passing attempt and you got six new guys as starters uh, on your football team, you feel like you have done some pretty good things. Uh, the one thing that I think we got away from is what we did accomplish the first year. And then when you go into the second year, you know, I just think Robert got some bad, bad advice about not staying or what we were doing the first year. Wanted to get away from it, go to a drop-back passing game more, get away from the things that he was really successful with, and I, I think that hurt him. But uh, hopefully at Cleveland, he can bring back some of those things. He's really into the things he can do, and it'll be a learning experience for some of the other things. But he's got a lot of ability, and he's got a chance to go back and do some of the things he did as a rookie if he'll run the system that fits him. Mike, what's he going to have to do to make it work in Cleveland? Well, first of all, he's going to have to get an offense that uh, uh, at least uh, is compatible with his skills. And I think that's what you've got to do with any quarterback, or if you're any offensive coordinator, you've got to take a look and see what your quarterback can do. Because if you can't do it, you know, you, you, you've got to get away from it. You're not going to make a pure drop-back guy and a guy that's been a, a play-action guy his whole life. and uh, has never done it. You know, it's almost impossible to do. But you can surround him with an offense that uh, equates to his abilities. And I, I think in 2012, it gave you an idea of what he was capable of doing. In 2013, we uh, at least the first three games, we started out more with a drop-back attack, and we got away from it. Won the next three out of five. And I just didn't feel comfortable with what we were doing. And I, I think that was a mistake. And I think he got some bad advice. And I think uh, right now he's willing to just go out there and compete and run any offense that gives him the best chance to be successful. As you know, probably better than we do, Mike, you know, the world you're living in in the NFL, it's it's all sort of instantaneous. Nobody's patient. You know, one day the guy's the greatest thing, and the next day, you know, he's he's finished. Sounds like you're still pretty high on him as, as, as a player. 
10 years from now, do you anticipate, where do you anticipate he'll be and, and what will people be likely to be saying about our defense? Well, I, I really don't know. I, like I said, you know, the first thing is what type of offense are they going to run with Robert at Cleveland? Are they going to run a, a system where, uh, is, that he's comfortable with? Are they going to run a uh, offense that, um, you know, adapts to his type of playing skills? And I think a lot of times you have to do that. I think every quarterback that I've had, if I go back to Steve Young and John Elway, they were totally different. I could not run the same offense with John that I ran with Steve. Every quarterback's a little bit different regardless on how talented they are. And so you got to get a feel for the quarterback, get a feel of what they can do. And uh, obviously they've got to have the intangibles to lead a football team. But uh, Robert does have the skill levels to perform at a very high level like he did in 2012. Hey, Mike, a couple of questions here, a quick one here. You, you mentioned you got bad advice. You said it twice. Where did that bad advice come from? Well, I think, uh, you know, I think Robert would have to tell you that more than anybody. But after we were done with the season, and he said, uh, you know, any, any running quarterback's a loser. Uh, you know, I said, well, holy cow, where, where, where did that come from? And, you know, you, you kind of forget of all the great things you did do. You know, he was right. the you know, lowest you know, turnover ratio, I think, in the top five, top six in the history of the game. You know, he was tied for 1.3 interception rate, didn't, didn't have very many turnovers, uh, top five in scoring, uh, net yards. And all of a sudden, people start thinking they're drop-back quarterbacks. And not the, you know, why did you have the success you had? The success is people had to play the running game, and we had a pretty good play action package off of it. And uh, he was a threat. Yeah, Mike, unfortunately, I, I, I lied. I said two questions. We're out of questions. I see our producer waving his hands, which means we're out of time. So thanks very much for the time, and always, always great catching up with you, Mike. Great talking to you guys. Take care. That was former coach Mike Chan, and when we return, we'll hear from Rick Goslin on Dallas's first-round draft pick, Ezekiel Elliott. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis, and within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise, give yourself one. It's easier than you think. By refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line, like a boss. To learn how, call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Not a morning person? Yeah, me neither. So I'll make this simple. Bacon. Egg. Cheese. Croissantwich. You awake yet? Good. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissantwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissantwich for just $4 at Burger King. Piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese, and they're two for $4. Hey, treat yourself. It's the morning. Get two croissantwich for just $4 today, only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price of participation vary. Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. Now in the living room, you'll see this beautiful bay window. It's energy efficient and lets in a ton of natural light. It will also let in a thief when you leave it unlocked and he'll steal your laptop and flat screen TV. <laughs> now who wants to see the kitchen? It's hard to know all that comes with renting a home or apartment. That's why the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Visit geico.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. 
when their parents can't be there. SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to SOS-USA.org. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for what kind of diagnosis, Ron? The best kind. Free. You got it. Free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Also brought to you by Geico. Ron, I'm going to ask you another question. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? You just should have called 15 minutes ago, Clark. You'd be richer. So go there. Go to Geico.com. He's right. Should have gone 15 minutes ago. Go now. Um, listen, we're a, a show that celebrates the famous and, well, the infamous. And uh, to be honest, guys, I don't know where to put this next item, but let's just call it like it is. Cornerback Antonio Cromartie, formerly of the New York Jets, this week fathered his 11th and 12th children into the Cromartie brood. Now, that's not all that surprising considering that Antonio, who's 32, is a busy guy with 12 kids by eight different women. But what is surprising is that his wife delivered these twins after Cromartie got a vasectomy. Ron, um, I'm going straight to the expert on this. You want to explain this one, please? Well, it proves one thing. There's at least one NFL NFL player who really is Superman. I mean, where do you get that thing done? A drive through Roto-Rooter? I mean, what are you doing? Come on, Antonio. Next time, go to a doctor. <laughs> so, Ron, where does this belong? In our Hall of Fame, Hall of Shame, or Hall of Infamy? Oh, better. Hall of Industry. That's a busy guy. He's, <laughs> he's had a child every third year since he was born. He must have been busy with Little League when he was nine. Otherwise, he could have really had a big number there. Jeez, what is he doing? There's a guy who's always busy, and he's always in the Hall of Fame, too. That's Dr. Data. Hall of Famer Rick Oslin, class of 2004. And Goose... Yeah, Goose today is going to tell us why you should beware of Dallas's first-round draft pick, Ezekiel Elliott. Let's hear it, Goose. Yes, sir. Predictions of greatness abound for Ezekiel Elliott. He was one of the best backs in college football a year ago at Ohio State when he rushed for 1,821 yards and 23 touchdowns. He elected to skip his senior year to turn pro, and the Dallas Cowboys drafted him with the fourth overall choice. The Cowboys have what is widely regarded as the best offensive line in football with three pro bowlers. And that blocking front produced an NFL rushing champion in DeMarco Murray in 2014 and a 1,000-yard rusher in Darren McFadden in 2015. So the sky seems to be the limit for a back with Elliott's skills running behind this offensive line. But how high is the sky in his rookie season? Is it 1,000 yards? Is it 1,100 yards? 1,200? The ceiling for all rookie running backs is 1,808 yards. That's what Eric Dickerson gained as a rookie in 1983 on his way to an NFL rushing title. Dickerson remains one of only five rookies to lead the NFL in rushing. There have been only three other backs who rushed for as many as 1,600 yards as rookies, including Alfred Morris, who's also in the Dallas backfield this season. Elliott would have to get to 1,429 yards to match the rookie season of Hall of Famer Jerome Bettis and 1,341 yards to match that of Adrian Peterson. 
He'd need 1,236 yards to match LaDainian Tomlinson. Hall of Famers Jim Brown, Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, O.J. Simpson, Marcus Allen all failed to rush for 1,000 yards as rookies. There have been only one rookie rusher in each of the last three seasons, and none of them, none of them reached 1,200 yards. Elliott will be a favorite of fantasy football players in August, but often reality writes a different script for these rookie backs when they finally hit an NFL field. Well, Goose, the thing I, I, I'm wondering to, when you ask this kind of question, to me the determining factor is how they're going to use them. Are they going to force them to share the ball with McFadden and, and uh, uh, Morris, or does, uh, or does he get the ball the bulk of the time? How are they going to use it? Well, the needs of this team on defense, it was somewhat controversial pick taking another offensive weapon instead of the best defensive player on the board, and that would be cornerback Jalen Ramsey. I guarantee the Cowboys will make sure they show the world they made their right pick. They're going to give the ball to, to Ezekiel Elliott often, every week, and the other two guys are going to find their own places because this is going to be Ezekiel Elliott's game. They've got to prove they made the right pick on draft day. So, Goose, what would you have done at the fourth spot if you were the Cowboys? On defense. You know, I would have taken Joey Bosa, but he went right before him. You know, Ramsey was the best player on the board. Probably Ramsey. They, they, okay. they, have, they were 25th in takeaways, 32nd in sacks. There are no plays on defense. They had to do something to fix Stevens, and they didn't do it. Well, we have to do something, too. we got to run. That's the signal. We're almost out of time. So, Ronnie, you've got the two-minute drill. And you know what? Let's try to keep the ball from hitting the ground this time, okay? Here we go. Make it move. ESPN is claiming publishing a photo of Jason Pierre-Paul's private medical records is protected by the First Amendment because his injury was, quote, a legitimate public concern. Is that a legitimate argument? No. JPP is the legitimate public concern as a moron. Only if it's wrapped up in a PSA for handling fireworks. Patriots Rickley Corner, Cyrus Jones has been given number 24, the same one once worn by Ty Law and Darrell Rivas. Is that pressure or motivation? Neither. It's a jersey. <laughs> the, the last guy to wear 24 for the Patriots was Bradley Fletcher, so I lean toward motivation. <laughs> Should the Be- Jets or Bills try to trade for Colin Kaepernick? Oh, maybe, but the 49ers shouldn't budge. Reason, Ron? Blaine Gabbert's your only other option. If he can't play for a 5'11 team, how is he going to play for a couple mediocre AFC East teams? John Elway says rookie quarterback Paxton Lynch will be ready to play sooner than people think. Is that September 8th? Yeah, it might be. September 8th, 2018. <laughs> I trust John Elway. September 8th, it is. Speaking of September 8th, Panthers general manager says uh, uh, said it was a competitive disadvantage for the defending Super Bowl teams to play on the first Thursday night of the season. Isn't playing without Josh Norman a bigger competitive disadvantage? Yeah, and so is playing with a self-absorbed quarterback. <laughs> it's only a competitive disadvantage if you're the road team, which the Panthers are. Giant center Weston Richburg suggested he would he worked harder in the offseason than the majority of his offensive line mates, many of whom he said were just happy to be there. Will they be happy to be with him this summer? They'll be happier to be there with him in the fall. If they were happy this spring, why do you see him this summer? The 2010 Raiders scouting report called Rob Gronkowski the best player in the draft uh, and was high in his praise for Earl Thomas. So why'd the Raiders take Rolando McClain with the eighth pick? Uh, because it's Al Davis. He likes speed. Gronk doesn't have it. I'm guessing the scout that made that was fired for overcompetence. 
A hearing was held Wednesday in Washington on the uh, legality of fantasy football. FanDuel, DraftKings, and the NFL all declined to attend. So who are the congressmen hearing from? Bernie Sanders. He needs the votes. Any and all who want a piece of that lucrative action. <laughs> That's the end of the game. We'd like to thank Mike Shanahan, Rod Woodson, and John Zeman for joining us, Jim Thomas for enlightening us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or find us on iTunes or on your podcast app under Talk of Fame Network. Otherwise, tune into the station at this time next week. We'll look for you then. Another reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. When you're a kid, monsters live under your bed. When you're a grown-up, monsters come in the mail. You know, bills. But by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could save hundreds of dollars each month. Money you can use to shrink those monstrous bills down to a size that's not nearly as scary. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Buy in. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, one 800 644 Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Not a morning person? Yeah, me neither. So I'll make this simple. Bacon, egg, cheese, croissantwich. You awake yet? Good. Right now at Burger King, get two hot and flaky croissantwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two croissantwich for just $4 at Burger King. Piled high with crispy bacon, fluffy egg, and melted cheese. And they're two for $4. Hey, treat yourself. It's the morning. Get two sandwich for just $4 today, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation vary. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. Picture it. Your car and home insurance are perfectly bundled. You're saving loads of money, and life is so much easier. You exist in a heightened state of easy peasiness. Life is as easy as it is peasy, as peasy as it is easy. Experience oneness. Bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.